Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105FM in Mukopane. 2118, Ms. Dawson is on the line. She's the communications and media officer at the Consortium for Refugees and Migrants in South Africa. And a lot of people were talking, this coincidentally happening around the 20th of June in relation to World Refugee Day being observed and how South Africa's response to the non-South African community who are indigent or vulnerable, let's refer them as a term as refugees in this case, be it political refugees, economic refugees, as the case may be. Potentially, and we know there's a court decision that says they should be involved in the 350 Social Relief Grant. Your thoughts on that, Abigail? Good evening. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Angezo, and hello to all your listeners. Um, Yeah, it was a quite tiniest um, court victory um, on behalf of this community, and we realized the contention that it's been met with due to the widespread desperation in the country as a result of lockdown. Um, But generally, our view as a society is that in response to a global and local health pandemic, you have to ensure that the most desperate amongst you are cared for to ensure the health of the whole society. Um, You know, if we exclude people who are more vulnerable or as the ground was set up for people in particular distress, um, if you exclude people on arbitrary um, categories, it puts the public health at risk generally. Um, So, you know, and we do recognize the huge um, disappointments, I guess is the word, in the distribution of the grants and high rejection rates. Um, But I think it's important to emphasize that this court ruling, while it opens up um, applications for a specific group of non-citizens, those people who can now apply are subject to the exact same eligibility criteria that South African citizens applying are eligible for. You said it was a victory for civil society. Well, I do want to engage the South Africans who are listening on this. Please drop us your voice notes on 0614-104-107. What are your thoughts on foreign nationals in the latest decision of the courts? And I don't know if that is final. I wouldn't imagine it is because it hasn't gone to the Constitutional Court. Your thoughts on foreign nationals dipping into South Africa's social relief fund for the purposes of the 350 rand Can South Africa afford it? Does it help with the clinical and health outcomes that otherwise would be burdened if they were completely outside the trough, if I may refer to it as? Miss Abigail Dawson says it's a victory for civil society. Are you represented by that statement? It's a victory for civil society? We certainly do welcome your thoughts on that. Let's continue the conversation then. And of course, I would imagine, let me play devil's advocate, to the extent that there are South Africans who are not happy about that or who think that the system will collapse one way or the other. Why should they be getting the 350 rand? For the most part, they are not contributing to this. We're talking about those individuals who are not in any way documented, who are not contributing, certainly known at SARS, to be contributing to the tax base. Why now should they be receiving the social relief grant, knowing very well there are still inherent problems with South Africa's own distribution of social grants, generally speaking? I think just a point of clarity, Sangezo, is that this court case was for a very specific and 
group of people, um, that is asylum seekers and special permit holders. So it's not for any non-citizen living in this country. Um, and all those people would have had to have had valid permits uh, prior to lockdown. Um, thanks so um, much. So just a point of clarity for listeners that. and yourself. Um, but it isn't as wide as you potentially making it in that comment, um, but that it is much more specific and that those people are subject to the exact same criteria. And as we know, the rejection rate has been abominable as well as various distribution and communication mechanisms on the part of SASA. But having said that, I mean, they hold special permits. They are asylum seekers. It, it doesn't take away what was the thesis of the question. They are not contributing to this treasure trove, so to speak, that they want to be extracting from. I'm not so much referring to the legal arguments that were posed there. I'm talking about now the South African who feels as though they are contributing way too much than what they are getting. If you ask South Africans about it, or if you were to have a poll, I don't imagine it would be something, I don't imagine, and only imagination, it would be as welcomed as the statement might suggest, we as civil society do welcome that. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think we can't ignore that non-citizens are deeply a part of South African social fabric and society, and people both in the formal and informal economy are contributing to tax, whether that's through value-added tax in uh, informal trade. Um, And in this particular time that we're in, in a health pandemic, an exclusionary approach to the response is to the detriment of the whole health response. Um, you, you know, whether that was excluding South Africans on some basis, which is why I think the eligibility criteria and needing to look at a basic income guarantee is more pertinent at this time. Um, because if you exclude people, you put them at a risk of not being able to follow the regulations or protection mechanisms and then putting the public health at risk, which we know our health system cannot handle. Let's take a couple of calls then in response to what you've said. Thank you so much for those points of clarity. I do appreciate them. Donald in Rustenburg, Romeo in KZN, your contributions, bearing in mind that I have been corrected and I do take special time to make sure that we are talking about foreign nationals who hold special permits and are asylum seekers. Those are the ones who are now, as per the court's declaration, will be getting social relief grant unless a higher competent court rules otherwise. Your thoughts, Donald? Your thoughts, Romeo? Hello. Hello. We can hear you. Good evening, Donald. Good evening, Brasong. How are you? Yes, sir. Well, how are you? Go on with it. I'm good. Good. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say it's up to South African government to to help these asylum seekers and the, those who will permit. I don't think there's a problem on that humanity. I think it's just to help because we are here. So, whatever. Do you think we can both the borders closed now? So what can we do as a human being? I think that there's nothing wrong on that. Mm. And the other thing is, President Cyril Ramaphosa has been visiting like Zimbabwe. I can give it. I both I know that the word foreigner here in South Africa is mainly referring to Zimbabwe. So he has been in Zimbabwe quite a number of times since that inauguration ceremony. He attended that inauguration ceremony. Yes. To endorse something which is illegitimate. So. He was supposed to go expect the spade. He must kill. He must confront Mnangagwa in Zimbabwe. He mustn't pretend as if everything is normal. 
In other words, holding his brother to account for some of the challenges that the nation of Zimbabwe is experiencing. No, I do appreciate that. Let me move on, Donald. Let's go to Romeo and KZN. We're running out of time. Good evening, Donald. Make it snappy, please. Good evening to you, my brother. How are you this evening? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, mine is just simple. Um, I hear um, Brother Donald is talking about uh, holding the other head of state um, accountable. Africa is quite really disturbed of recently some years, for a number of years now. It's quite really a bit of problem. It is because of our institutions. Maybe because of our charter, you are not very, really, very strong. But that's not the issue. That's the topic for another day. I just wanted to say, perhaps while the government is forced to help uh, foreign nationals, those 350, I suggested that also UN uh, for refugees should have also chipped in. We have got the representatives uh, of UN um, for refugees here in South Africa, which I believe that also they do understand the situation that South Africa is going through. And also that uh, South Africa is completely carrying a heavy, heavy stones on their shoulders, of which I wanted to suggest that UN for refugees could have come in with some certain to say we want to help I don't understand what... No, we'll leave it there. We accept the fact that your proposal is what about the work of the UN Office for Refugees in the country. A couple of voice notes we are now going to take, and then we can move on for the purposes of trying to get you to respond, Ms. Abigail Dawson. Hi, Sonezo. I think this thing will make a lot of... of problem, if I may say. For example, let's say foreign... National catch this relief grant, then the non-South Africans don't get it. Then it will go back to the narrative that these people are benefiting more than South Africans. So I think this thing will make a lot of problem, if I may say. Bonga here from Cape Town. Thank you. Good evening, Songi Let them do whatever they want because we all know South Africa is a banana country. As long as they went inside the country illegally, nobody can control them. So wow, wow, wow. what's the point of 350? Give them. Make them uh, steal. This is Andres from Kwakwa. Doesn't sound like Andres is particularly impressed. He sounds as though he's just given up on the system. And if I were to consider, I would think his views are very much consistent with those of Bonga in Cape Town. What are your thoughts on that, Abigail Dawson, in relation to what you've heard from the listeners? Thanks, Sumizo. Um, I think very realistic and diverse views on the issue, um, which are very important. Um, regarding the first speaker, I think he makes a very good point about especially our current role with Sir Ramaphosa being the chair of the AU and a need for much more, um, you know, regional response to the pandemic and much more historical issues um, and economic and political um, 
worries in the region. Um, so very much in support of that and for regional responses to continue. Um, and I think generally, you know, our work is trying to advocate for the betterment of all people living in South Africa. Um, so just to say that, you know, we're also advocating for this grant, the distribution of this grant to be improved and for, you know, rather pushing for basic um, income guarantees. As we know, unemployment in this country is a huge problem and stable employment is not likely in the near future. Um, so really advocating for economic strategies that will help stimulate local economies and assist everyone who's living together in South Africa. Um, yeah. Let's leave it there then. Thank you so much for your time. I'm Abigail Dawson, Communications and Media Officer at the Consortium for Refugees and Migrants in South Africa. Well, we do confirm that those with special permits and those registered asylum seekers on present facts will be getting the 350 Rand Social Relief Fund. It's 213156. I am out.